You're listening to Rama for Today. Now, I'd fast and pray. You see, I didn't have any right. You have a right to believe God for anything He's promised in His Word because you've got a solid foundation of faith. But you know why a lot of people fail in faith? is because they try to get out beyond the Word of God to believe for something. Are you listening to me? Beyond actual knowledge. Now, see, I didn't have a right because the Lord didn't tell me that in His Word. He didn't tell that to me by His Spirit that this strong anointing is going to come or abide. And so I didn't have a right to claim it by faith, but I would just simply wait on Him And because we read here, let him that ministereth wait on his ministry. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, How to Increase Your Spiritual Effectiveness, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. He said... I have called thee and have anointed thee and have given unto thee a special anointing to minister to the sick. Well, I knew immediately what that was then that I felt in my hand. It was what he said it was, a special anointing of healing power or healing virtue to minister to the sick. Of course, this isn't the only way to minister. We'll be talking about different methods of ministering healing during the crusade. But this is one method, and it's scriptural, it's, it's biblical. Then he said to me, stand upright on thy feet, and I stood up on my feet. And he said to me again as he pointed his right finger at me, just like that. Now, he said, you tell the people exactly what I've told you, or else it won't work. That is, he said, you tell the people that you saw me. You tell them that I appeared unto you. You tell them that I spoke to you. You tell them I laid the finger of my right hand in the palm of each one of your hands. You tell them the healing anointing is in your hands. And I believe the Lord has a sense of humor about it. I know he does. You are bound to know that yourself. He made all of us. You couldn't hardly look in the mirror without knowing that. He had a sense of humor. <laughs> Amen. He said to me, you tell them that I laid the finger of my right hand in the palms of each one of your hands. Tell them the healing anointing is in your hands, not in your head. I never told you to lay your head on anybody. That's what he said to me. Not in your feet. I never told you to lay your feet on anybody. The Bible talks about laying on of hands, doesn't it? Now he said, you tell them also that I told you to tell them if they'll believe that. That is, believe you're anointed and will receive that anointing. Then that power will flow from your hands into their body and will drive out their sickness or their disease or will effect a healing or a cure in them. Now, I began to minister way back there in 1950 with this anointing. If I had time, I could tell you about many wonderful healings. But then four times over a 20-year period, the first time it happened was in Port Arthur in 1952, two years after the Lord had appeared to me. I was sitting in a chair, as I did in those days, on a platform laying hands on people as they passed by, when suddenly a stronger anointing came on me. You know you can be more anointed or less anointed to do anything. You know as well as I know that sometimes you have a greater anointing to pray than you do at other times. If you're a Sunday school teacher, you know this, that sometimes you have a greater anointing to teach that Sunday school class than you do at other times. 
If you're a singer or even the choir singing, you know as well as I know that sometimes you have a greater anointing to sing. If you've ever witnessed anyone about salvation, about the Lord, you know you have a greater anointing to witness at times than you do at other times. The preachers are conscious and so is the congregation, conscious of the fact that the pastor or the preacher has a greater anointing to preach at times than he does at other times. There have been times that the anointing came to preach, you know, just and it seemed like he was going to fly away. And then some other time you come limping in on all four flats, all four wheels flat. I've been there both times, haven't you? If you preach, you know that. And if you just sit in the crowd, you know it. Well, whatever God called you to do, you can be more anointed or less anointed to do that. And I was sitting in this chair with ministering with this anointing that he had given to me. And when suddenly a stronger anointing of that same power came on me. I recognize it as being the same thing, a healing anointing. And, uh, and it was multiplied a hundredfold. I don't know how, but I knew in my spirit it wouldn't last very long. Now, one reason was, I don't think at that particular time that physically speaking, I could have stood it for very long. Just couldn't stand it. So without saying a word to a soul, I suddenly leaped to my feet, jumped off of the platform, and ran down that healing line just touching folks with my finger. I just, just laid my right finger on their forehead. And everybody I touched fell flat on the floor. I touched 35 people, 35 people fell on the floor. I learned later, because the pastor told me that 17 out of the 35 also received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, began to speak in other tongues. They had never spoken in tongues before. But lying there on the floor, began to speak in other tongues. Now, I went along two more years, and that never did happen again. But in 1954, I'd gone out to California to preach a camp meeting at the, well, actually, at the recommendation of Brother Lindsay uh, to these people. And after I'd preached the camp meeting, I was preaching in, on Sunday in San Jose, California. And in a Sunday afternoon service, suddenly that strong anointing came on me again. And when that anointing came upon me, I just began to run and touch people with my finger. And this time I touched 45 people. 45 out of the 45 I touched, every single one of them fell flat on the floor just like he knocked them in the head with a baseball bat. And 20 some out of them who had never spoken in tongues before began speaking with other tongues, were baptized in the Holy Ghost. That happened to me four times over a 20-year period. Now I'd fast and pray. You see, I didn't have any right. You have a right to believe God for anything he's promised in his word because you've got a solid foundation of faith. But you know why a lot of people fail in faith? It's because they try to get out beyond the word of God to believe for something. Are you listening to me? Beyond actual knowledge. Now, see, I didn't have a right because the Lord didn't tell me that in his word. He didn't tell that to me by his spirit that this strong anointing is going to come or abide. And so I didn't have a right to claim it by faith, but I would just simply wait on him. And because we read here, let him that ministereth wait on his ministry. I would wait on God and prepare myself, you see. And I would fast sometimes and say, now, Lord, if you want to reuse me again that way, that's perfectly all right with me. And I'm just waiting and praying and preparing myself. So if it's something I can do, you know, I, I, want, I don't want to fail on my end of the line. And it wouldn't work. Never came. Then when I wasn't doing it, and you understand I'm not minimizing fasting, but, or praying either. But then when I, when I wasn't fasting and wasn't doing any, you know, protracted praying, I always pray. I wake up in the morning praying. I go to sleep praying. I pray all the time. Praise God. Somebody asked me here a while back, some preacher said, Brother Hagin, you prayed through today? I said, no, sir. He looked at me and said, you haven't? No. I said, I haven't prayed through in 30-some-odd, now this is several years ago, be 40 years. I haven't prayed through in 30-some-odd years. He looked at me just quite funny, you know. 
and I saw he was a little taken aback. I said, I stay through. Now, it's all right to pray through if you need to, and you ought to do it. But my brother, sister, and young men and young women, you can live and walk in fellowship with God every single day. Are you listening to me? You can walk in fellowship with him every single day. Praise God. Stay in fellowship with him. The way you stay in fellowship with God is your fellowship with him is by his word, through his word, and by prayer. I go to sleep praying. I wake up praying. Praise God. I pray at nighttime a lot of time. I, I got started on the bed of affliction. I do my praying at nighttime. Sometimes I pray several hours in the nighttime. Just real quiet and never disturb anybody. Sometimes pray in the spirit that way. And you can stay in fellowship with God. Praise the Lord. Now, there's some of these things folks need to know. Are you listening to me? Now, if something arises, I need to make a decision about something. I'll take some extra time to wait on God, see, to, to see what he's got to say about that. Amen. Now then, I would fast and pray. And, and that, that, that stronger anointing would not come on me. Nothing would happen. And then doing no fasting at all and very little praying. Now, when I say that, I mean no protracted praying. Like I said, I always pray. Every day I pray. Praise the Lord. I stay. I pray going down the road. I pray driving down the street in, in town. I go to sleep praying. I wake up praying. But I mean no just set myself apart to do some waiting upon God. And then here it would come. It would operate. Now, I think God did that trying to tell me something. Just let me know you don't have a thing in the world to do with this. This is all me. Otherwise, you know, I'd brag about what I did, and I didn't do anything. He did it. Are you listening to me? You see, many times, we want to take part of the glory to ourselves, and God's not going to share his glory with us. Amen. Remember, I was holding a revival meeting one time, and a dear lady, the pastor's wife, now, the Lord spoke to me. I said to my wife, I, I told her what was going to happen because I'd prayed before I ever went there. The Lord showed me why he was sending me. And, uh, and I knew it would happen, and it happened just like the Lord showed me. But then after the meeting got started, and was running real well, all right. But she got up every night, and she'd say, Now, I'll tell you folks, said, I'll tell you, we're, we're having a meeting that we're having because they called her name. Sister so-and-so is fasting. Said, I've been a, I'm on the fifth day of my fast. How many of you will join me? Well, if a few said they would, the next night she'd get up. Now, I'm on the sixth day of my fast. How many of you folks will join me? And the next night she'd get up, you know, and say, I'm on the seventh day. And she kept bragging every night how many days she's a fasting. Well... According to what Jesus said, when you fast, you ought to do it to yourself and to the Lord and wash your face, bless God, and anoint your head and not appear to men to fast, and God will reward you. Amen. But if you're going to get glory of men, then you've got all the glory you're going to get out of it. Now, don't misunderstand me. I don't mean by that even as a pastor, because as a pastor, we'd have certain fast days where we'd all fast and pray. But then when you get up and say, now God's doing certain things, and I knew he wasn't because he'd already showed me what he's going to do if I do certain things and I did what he told me to do. You see, I just soon hear a donkey bread midnight in a tin barn. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is a study guide on the subject of ministry gifts from Kenneth E. Hagan. 
The next item is the CD set entitled Camp Meeting Classics Volume 4. This set has four different speakers, Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth Hagen, Oral Roberts, and Mark Hankins. Both of these items are for the special price of $25. That's $12.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. I want to thank all of you that are helping us to spread the gospel all over the world by, by being a Rhema partner. You pray for us regularly. You send an offering at least once a month to help us uh, support Rhema. And in fact, we just returned off of a great trip. Yes. The, the last part of May and the 1st of June. Yes. And you helped us go there. Uh, one of the testimonies is a lady had, she, she came from another island. For healing. For healing. And she came from a creek to Greece yes. to come to the Athens meeting. And she was there. I remember they were holding her up. Because she had had a stroke. Yes, and couldn't walk. They called the next morning to the Rama office there in Athens and said she was walking on her own. Uh, praise the Lord. And then yes. during the day, they were getting call after call after call. Uh, about people that had received their healing. You helped us to do that. And I could give you some other, the trip was great. I could talk about it some more, but we got to get out of here now. That's right. Thank you for being a partner with us and helping us. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue this powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.